2018. This year ID numbers for Friday, June 22nd are the following. For the 7 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 11573. That's 11,573. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 11574, 11,574. This morning, A Vision for You presents On the Broad Highway. In step one, we found complete despair, powerlessness. We cannot solve the problem of our compulsive overeating by ourselves. We've realized that anything that comes from our own resources our will, our efforts, self-knowledge, philosophy, morality, goals, or our good intentions won't solve our problem of compulsive overeating. Our human resources alone simply aren't sufficient. The will to resist has fled. Yet, when we admit complete defeat and when we become entirely ready to try OA principles, and implement the 12 steps, our obsession leaves us and we enter a new dimension, freedom under God as we understand him. We have a profound alteration in our whole attitude toward life, toward our fellows, and towards the world around us. A new world comes into view. As a result of our new spiritual condition, we experience a new path in life, We are truly on the broad highway. Joining us today to share about his spiritual path is Adam D., a recovered compulsive overeater from Missouri. Adam is dedicated to our 12-step way of life, and he's generously here to share his experience, strength, and hope with all of us today. Good morning and welcome, Adam. Good morning, Leah. Can you hear me? I hear you well. Thank Wonderful. you. Well, thank you so much. Um, and and good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm just so happy to be able to tell parts of my story, uh, share some of my experience. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, nervousness, excitement, but... but uh, thinking about what I want to talk about I'm also I just have a lot of joy uh, you know what we what we get to do on our recovery journey as we recover as we make progress um, as we change as we grow we get to interact with one another uh, in in new ways um, more authentically uh, um, and, and and it's really it's really empowering. It's really a gift. Um, I just I just I I just have so much appreciation for what what you all do, uh, what I get to to experience with you. Uh, just a lot of joy. The nervousness. I I I, I we all. There's so many of us talk about being nervous, talking, sharing our experience. Um, I'm 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 a nervous guy. I'm an excitable guy. Uh, you know, so I, I was nervous about sharing. Uh, anytime I talk, I'm I'm nervous. I get excited. I get stimulated. Um, in addition to that, this morning I I have a trap set in the backyard. I'm trying to catch a skunk, and I thought I had a skunk. 
I, I, the trap was sprung and I, I went out in the darkness and I looked and I thought, oh my goodness, I've got a skunk. What am I going to do with this now? I'm, I'm going to be on the phone here speaking. Should I mess around with the skunk now? What if I get sprayed? You know, I, I just, and I kind of smiled. Uh, but, but again, that, that, that excitement, uh, it's, it's with me always. Um, but I, but I embrace that about myself now. Uh, I, I I just have a different understanding of how I am, and and uh, that's part of my change. You know, this this loving myself. Um, but I won't go on about that. I I'll talk about what I was like. Um, I'm uh, been in OA for six years, uh, almost seven years. Um, when I came, uh, I was sober. Uh, I'd been sober for 13 years when I came to OA. Um, what I found out uh, about uh, my my arrival in OA uh, was that abstinence, uh, being sober, was wasn't it. wasn't good enough. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the goal here. Um, so what what happened when I got here? Uh, my son, uh, he was 15 years old. I have a son. Uh, his mother, uh, she and I had been divorced uh, for well over 10 years. Uh, she had get, she had recently died. She died in uh, November, October, November of 2012. And in January of 2013, I came to my first OA meeting. The, the story is I actually ran back to AA. Uh, after after she died, uh, because I I realized I was in, in uh, dire straits uh, emotionally, uh, I was crazy. I could see it, and I could also see what I was doing with the food. And and I ran back to the to the twelve steps. And I called my sponsor, I, and I told him I said I, I I've got to get back in here. I'm all in. I I need help. I need to start doing inventory. I need to sponsor. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really hurting here. The unmanageability in my life uh emotionally I was uh, ragey you know uh, extremely volatile uh depressive uh just miserable um, my my ability to earn a living uh at that time it, it, frankly over the past prior ten years it, it had still been spotty on again off again inconsistent um I was obese. Uh, I I think I I I my high weight was 265. I'm 5 foot 8. Um uh uh and I was just in really bad shape with the unmanageability. The way I was behaving at home, uh uh temper tantrums, pity parties, slamming doors, breaking windows, throwing things, kicking things, punching things, yelling and screaming. Um at, at my uh, the, the woman I was in a relationship at the time, uh, extremely codependent relationship. My behavior, extremely codependent, uh, just really very, very, uh, very bad. Um, I developed a case of the shingles, and uh, and and at that time, the shingles, oddly enough, were really a, a, a tipping point for me. I, I googled what that meant. You know, instead of going to the doctor, I I wanted to went and looked at see what shingles is all about, 
and and the definition of shingles talked about uh, weakened immune system, uh, you know, chickenpox, uh, all that stuff, but stress, anxiety, depression. And somehow I saw that, and, and that was kind of a, a something internally flipped for me. Uh, I, 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 that was that was it. That was my bottom. I really, I really had an awakening then with what I was doing was killing myself. My son's mom had recently passed away. She, uh, some people would say she was one of us. She, she had been in other other twelve step recovery programs, uh, and. Uh, she had got sick uh, a year before esophageal cancer, and and, and uh, you know that that time she had died, it was just so quick. And I realized, oh my gosh, I'm killing myself. I'm 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 an unrecovered alcoholic, but I'm killing myself with food. I'm a there's something wrong. That's all I knew, and, and but I didn't know how to how to do it. And, and running back to meetings, running back into recovery, I couldn't stop eating. I I, I couldn't stop eating. Uh, it was coming into uh, my first OA meeting on a, on a therapist's suggestion um, that I that I very quickly started hearing the message of depth and weight I needed to hear from people like-minded individuals who had the, who had the mental obsession with food, who had the allergies with food. I could relate to that. I could. I, it made sense. Uh, the light bulbs started going off pretty quickly for me in that regard. Um, the bottom I had that brought me into recovery in the first place, uh, 13 years before my first OA meeting, uh, uh, as bad as that was, uh, the 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 shingles and the obesity, and I could see the truth of my binging, what I was doing with food at night and, and different times throughout the day. It was I realized I was exactly the same. It for me it was just as dark that bottom, and I was sober. And I was dying, uh, and that's a common story uh, I hear. Uh, that, that's that's really common, and it's and it's necessary. It's necessary that I had that experience. Uh, each one of those bottom experiences was necessary. Um, my sharing, it's you know, I'll t- I, I I do want to tell you about me and about my journey, but I I I've, the, some of the recent recovery experiences, the the further growth, the 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 deepening of my understanding of this of this gift. Uh, it, it for me, it looks kind of out of the box uh, to kind of telling my story on the road, uh, this broad highway concept. Um, uh, it's it's not a one through twelve presentation, but but I'll I'll uh, try to stay on on topic here, telling my story. Um, coming into the into the OA meetings, uh, I met a big book sponsor. Uh, not a lot of men around. Uh, this was in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I, I met a guy and uh, asked him to be my sponsor. He wasn't my first sponsor. Uh, in a way then, but it was it was after I think five or six months of going to meetings. I was running around town trying to find a, a sponsor. Uh, uh, I was I was really eager. I was really ready to get to work. That's how I was the first time I came into recovery. I was I was not messing around. That's how I am uh, when it comes to this. I I was really eager to get to work. Um, but I met a big book sponsor, and he was a guy that had been around. 
OA and, and recovery for about as long as I had been around uh, recovery. And he was an Al-Anoner. He had a lot of experience, a lot of OA and a lot of Al-Anon experience, but he used the big book. And uh, it was it was kind of a neat thing. And this Al-Anon AA guy getting together, and he had a he had a tremendous amount of experience. Uh, and and he his his intention was to take me through the big book. And I had done that before the first time through, but we were going to do it again. Uh, we talked a lot about powerlessness. Uh, you know the the step one work. Um, and for me, when I was my binge, what I do with food is I'm, I'm big, big time volume eater. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to gorge myself on, on, on uh, pizza, popcorn, and ice cream, uh, uh, into the night. And I'm going to wake up the next day with a hangover, sugar hangover, carb hangover. Um, what is, what, what, what does powerlessness look like there? And, and we went into the big book. He took me through the big book using his experience. And, and I have to admit, I, I did not know this. I didn't know this, this depth of, of mental obsession and, and, and allergy and, and, and food. You know, that I have an abnormal sensitivity to, to some of these ingredients and, and that, that they cause this phenomenon this phenomenon of craving, I have to admit, I didn't understand that. Mental obsession, you know, what does that look like? And, and we talked a lot about it. It was, it was just exhaustive conversations about powerlessness, and it was every day, uh, you know, going, going through this, this work with him together. Uh, and we really broke it down. We, we really broke it down when I would talk to him, you know, in, in my eating and weight history about childhood experiences with, you know, family traditions and, and things that I would do after school, how I would binge after school, steal food, hide food, eat frozen food, burn food, spoiled food, um, stealing money for food, um, you know, that, that sort of thing. Really, really breaking it down with, with a guy, a very intimate uh hour after hour after hours of conversations uh, uh you know again my experience i i was i was able to to devote a lot of time to this work and look at each meal as i started to put the food down look at each meal and and consider my reaction to to uh my thoughts with that first compulsive thought what, what sort of thought precedes that compulsive bite? We really went into that in exhaustive detail, or or a or a one experience at a time, one experience at a time. Um, eating and weight history, going back into there, ta- dialoguing again about about well, is this is this your mental obsession, or is this you know is this something relating to the allergy? You know, again, I was I was ignorant of these things. It's it's funny to admit that. You know, after being sober for so long, uh, that was easy. That was so easy for me compared to the work we we're asked to do with food. You know, there's a there's a tremendous amount of confusion and misunderstanding that, uh, around 
addiction. Uh, and certainly with food. Certainly with food. But but there in St. Louis, you know, I, I'm uh, uh, my son's uh, 15, 16 years old. His his mother had passed away. Uh, you know, there's a lot of grief, uh, a lot of adjustment during this time. You know, there there were there were a lot of things for me to to learn. A lot of a lot of opportunities for me to learn things to, that needed to be changed. And and with the sponsor, it, it was into action. Uh, we we guy got there were a lot of a lot of support there in St. Louis, a lot of meetings. Um, uh, uh, you know, my sponsor and I and, and other other men, we'd gather together. We'd meet a, we'd see a guy in a meeting and we'd go after him. Uh, we'd we'd try to gather together. It was it was a it was what we were about. Let's get together. Let's join together. Let, let's let's organize the numbers if possible. Not to become big, but to to help one another. Simply to be helpful. Uh, let's continue. Let's continue working together. Uh, let's continue supporting one another. Let's continue sharing this message of, of powerlessness and and begin our our step work. Take other guys through the big book. You know, a lot of meetings, a lot of a lot of small get-togethers, coffees, campfires, hikes. You know, we were in our cars looking for recovery. We were out running around, trying to trying to trying to hunt it down, um, and and that's just what we did. That's what we do, actually. That's what we do. That's what we're about. Uh, strenuous work, strenuous work with others. Um, the food planning, you know, food planning and powerlessness. You know, working with working our own recovery, putting the plug in the jug. Uh, what, what does that look like? Honesty. Uh, you know, again, all this work we do, all these conversations we have, and and being honest with ourselves, we're uncovering the truth. How 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 messy is this? You know, again, I I I I, I say these things very repetitively, but for me, it it has to be repetitive. Because every day I'm going to be hungry. Every few hours I might get hungry. <laughs> I'm not having a white knuckle experience today, but that's what it's like with us. It's just like that with us. If we're restless, irritable, discontent, I'm hungry. Uh, it's a big. This is a big job, and it's not easy to to uh, to uh, this idea of becoming abstinent, getting sober. Um, you know, again, always, always trying to distill out the, the the first that thought. What what thought preceded that first compulsive bite? But anyway, I got I got into a situation where uh, in recovery, where we were we were talking that language a lot. Starting starting a, a meeting, a newcomer meeting, heavy focus on powerlessness. Our inner group helped to start. It helped finance it. Start the start of this thing. As a as a public outreach meeting, it was in a it was in another recovery club, another fellowship, um, and it, and it seemed to be an attractive uh, idea. Uh, we also uh, met people from other other recovery groups would come into our meeting. Uh, they were curious, and this and this message of depth and weight, talking about mental obsession, physical allergy, doctor's opinion, uh, and how do we practice powerlessness. You know, abstinence is action of refraining from compulsive eating, compulsive food behaviors, and compulsive eating while working towards and maintaining a healthy body weight. You know, what, what's that look like for reading the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous? 
you know, qualifying, qualifying that I'm powerless over food and my life is unmanageable. That's 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 a lot of work. Um, it's it's not a one and done kind of thing. I don't I don't need to hear that from people. Oh yeah, I'm powerless. Well, actually. At, at 6 p.m. when dinner time comes around for you, you, you and I will have a conversation, you know, determining whether or not you're powerless. You know, your, your reaction to six o'clock in the evening will tell us what you do. <laughs> you know, it's just that the, the truth will come out, and we'll make progress with that. You know, it's not going to be a failure. Um, but anyway, that's that's kind of what that that was my indoctrination into OA with this guy with this big book sponsor. We really started getting into the message, the, the AA message, Alcoholics Anonymous message. You know, the illusion had to be smashed that I could eat like a normal eater. Well, what is that going to look like? You know, for me, I lost the weight. Uh, I I got to a healthy body weight. I was in a maintenance mode. Along that journey, I actually I actually uh, kind of got underweight. Uh, apparently I was restricting. Imagine that. Uh, but again, under sponsored direction, I I uh, uh, changed my plan of eating and, and, and practiced following that one day at a time. And, and uh, the consequences of, of that righted themselves. I, I maintain a, a healthy body weight today. Um, it's uh, it's a it's really a big deal again the the experience i have with understanding powerlessness the humility required to to come to the table and say i can't make sane rational reasonable choices about what when or how much to eat that's that's the real deal there and doing that Every day, that's that's humbling, and 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 it does require a measure of humility. From that, that foundational attitude we take, I I have such a deeper understand or a deeper experience when I when I go further into the steps. When I'm into, am I entirely willing that God remove this defect of character from me? Am I ready to give it up now? You know how how sincere am I, and and my and the other aspects of my recovery, practicing spiritual principles in in all of my relationships. How sincere am I? How am I doing with the food? How sincere am I here? You know, for me, they're very they're they're very related. My 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 the foundation of 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 the work I do, the spiritual work I do with with this this food thing. It's it's uh it's where so much power flows so so much of my higher powers higher powers intuition enters me from this this path this this foundational understanding that I'm powerless and I can't manage my own life you know it's it's uh it's a uh, it's it's a it's a mysterious thing to to talk about with other people. It's it's not a it's not a uh, one two three and we're done kind of deal. For some of us, I, we get we get abstinent easily. We have a we have a struck abstinence experience, but but I, I don't I don't need people to have that. Um, 
when I listen to people talk and, and they're sharing their experience, I'm I'm learning more about about sharing my experience. Uh, you know about about achieving abstinence. You know about becoming abstinent. It's it's um, again kind of a mysterious thing to me, but it's 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 it's, it's a big deal. Um, anyway, I lost the I lost the weight. I'm doing good. I'm starting to feel better spiritually. I'm 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 helping other people. I'm working with my sponsor. You know, we're seeing results, and 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 it's, and things are getting good. Um, uh, the 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 process continues, though. I am still uh, having to show up each day. I I. I uh, uh, kind of getting disjointed here. My notes disorganized. Um, with with the years that are going by, a few years go by. Um, my son graduates from high school, and he's going to go to college. He's going to go to out of state college, and uh, I'm wondering what am I going to do here? Uh, how can I how can I uh, help him? Financially, I didn't make I didn't make a lot of money, uh, and I thought, how can I help him? Um, and I and I had an epiphany one day. I was out I was out in the woods. I was out hunting. I was in a deer blind, and I had this thought come into my mind of becoming a truck driver. And uh, I I I called a place. Uh, I followed through on that idea. I called a place. I I I talked to them about it. Uh, I called a family member that that was driving a truck for another company for a company, and he liked it. And I talked to him about this company, and and I called my sponsor. Uh, I talked to some other other guys in recovery about this idea, and uh, and I and I started taking some actions, um, and I started moving in that direction. Uh, and there were a lot of things in place here that 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 needed to to occur and my ability to to make these decisions and take these actions uh before uh recovery um they, they just weren't there uh, they, they just weren't there i would i was not even enough i would have rather stayed in in in, in safety stayed in my safety zone um Stayed in my comfort zone, doing what I was doing. I was doing just fine. I was surrounded by family. I was in familiar surroundings. Uh, it was all good. Uh, but but this new idea presented itself, and I and my intuition was working again. I, I could see I could see that this this could be done. Um, you know the the fear the fear was 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 uh, disappearing. Uh, you know the unreasonable fears, uh, the insanity, uh, the, the, the stuff that would keep me deer in the headlights frozen. I can't make a decision. I'm staying put. Um, but anyway, I started taking these actions uh, to become a truck driver, and and uh, three years ago I did that. Three years ago I became a truck driver. Uh, I, I went to school and I be I I, I became a professional truck driver. Something I never imagined I would have done. I was, I was, uh, you know, about 50 years old. Uh, uh, I'm a compulsive overeater. 
I'm I'm driving a truck. What what am I going to do about the food? <laughs> How am I going to eat on the road? <laughs> you know, I could see the I see what's in truck stops. You know, it's it's it's, just, it's all around us. How am I going to do that? Well, the the answer was simple. I'd already uh, behaved very much like a clerk in a warehouse, filling orders in, in my home kitchen. You know, I had a plan of eating that would tell me what, when, and how much to eat. I was surrendering to that daily, uh, practicing powerlessness. I'm not making choices here. You know, I, I'm not eating any trigger binge foods. I don't want to. I don't want to activate the mental or the phenomenon of craving. Uh, you know, I would. I would have three breakfasts that I could prepare for myself each day. Uh, five or six lunch entrees I could prepare for myself each day uh, and and six or a dozen dinner entrees that I prepared each day. And these things were, were uh, kind of set in stone, you know, weighed and measured meals. And I, so I could move around my world and, and select these things. And in rotation, I, 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 I fed myself this way and again, got to a healthy body weight. I had a lot, I had neutrality around food. But as a truck driver, what the heck? How's that going to work? And it was it was kind of a boogeyman. You know, it wasn't real. It was fine. It was actually as simple as doing what I did at home was. I just had to I had to do the work. I had to I had to get a cooler. I had to freeze things. I had to see what worked. Uh, but uh, thank God. I, I I was given the grace to to have the experience that unfolded where I, I I maintained neutrality around food. I got that work in and and I and I could take care of myself. Uh, so I become an over the road truck driver. But now I'm not going to meetings anymore. Oh my goodness, what what's that going to be like? Uh, how am I going to stay in recovery if I don't go to meetings? I did that before and it didn't work out so well. I, I ended up in OA. Um, but it, but it does work out well. It works out well enough. Uh, becoming an over-the-road truck driver opened opened up a different doorway. The phone. Um, I use the phone uh, a lot. Um, it, it's a it's a an amazing tool uh, that helps me stay connected to people. Uh, and 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 but but not just staying connected, but working with others. Uh, it's it's just amazing the the power the spiritual uh, power that I'm afforded that that flows into this this experience through the phone being on the road out in the middle of nowhere I'm talking to people in recovery it's incredible that that I could have that experience um, so this is all stuff that's that's developing uh, one day at a time. I'm, I'm waking up in different places. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to go each day. I don't. I don't run a route. Uh, you know, every day is a brand new experience. I, I make a delivery of, of one commodity, I'm, and then uh, when I send in a message that I'm empty, they send me to the next destination. They tell me then where I'm going to go. Uh, and that's 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 uh, quite humbling. Uh, you know, fear, uh, that that's going to come up. Uh, 
I'm I'm doing this for month after month after month. I would come home on weekends, uh, be home. The idea of home, my my sense of home, place, uh, uh, safety and security in in home. You know, sleeping in my own bed. You know, walking in my backyard, uh, go, going out to see friends, going to meetings, connecting with people. The idea that I'm I'm losing these things. I'm being deprived of all of these things. Uh, you know, again, what what's 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 this experience really presenting me with? And in the in the way of an opportunity to to answer that question, am I dependent? How am I dependent here? Am I okay? Am I okay? Um, it, it's it, it's it's a huge deal for me. Uh, and and each day, each day I have this question come up. Am I okay? What am I dependent on? What am I overly attached to? You know, it's it's really a wonderful thing that that with with God, with my spiritual work, power can flow where it is needed. I'm I'm doing this truck driving thing. I'm relationships in my family are changing because I'm not there anymore. I I have I have an elderly mother. I'm not there anymore. Uh, I own a home. Why do I own a home? Let's. I should sell the home. This again under sponsored direction. Let's sell the home. Uh, what's that look like in recovery? Uh, I do the work. I I do what I can if I'm not there. What does sanity look like in these experiences? You know, how do I practice spiritual principles selling a home when I'm a thousand miles away and 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 uh, all that kind of scary stuff is happening. During the process of selling the home, I, we had three contracts. Three contracts actually fall through. I I wasn't there to mess any of it up. I don't know what had happened. I'd never heard of that. The real estate agent thought it was very peculiar, and there were three separate reasons each time, and I would talk to my sponsors, sponsors, work this out, and see if I had a part in it. What was I to do? It was all fine. You know, is this is this manageable? Is this an issue of manageability? What's what's going on? I'm, and 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 I, I was each time I was I was to make a choice. You know, uh, and and look to the look to God. You know, look to, look to source. Look to higher power. You know, what what's the truth here? Uh, you know, I, I'm powerlessness and unmanageability. I am so familiar with arranging the lights in the show. I'm I'm so habituated to that. You know, and to let things happen, to let things unfold. It's it, I I would say it's not in my nature. Well, I'm 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 addicted. I'm I'm I'm, I'm this is what I do. I'm trying to. And, uh, this, this is self-reliance. You know, this is self-will. I'm, I'm just running the running the show. Uh, so, uh, to, to paint a further picture of of this day out uh, as a truck driver, day out in the world um, as a truck driver, um, I've got uh, GPS on my dashboard. I've got two of them. Uh, 
and GPS, as we all know, one says go one says go one direction. If you use a, a Google Maps, it might say go a different direction. Uh, they're not always the, the shortest distance between two lines on the road. Uh, many of us are familiar with the technology, and, and it can be frustrating, confusing, very beneficial. But I'm driving an 80,000-pound rig. It, it's a flatbed truck. It's a flatbed trailer, big sleeper cab, 18-wheeler, this big machine. It's this big, scary machine. You know, I'm, I've not been a truck driver my whole life. Uh, it's, this, it's this big thing. And I'm driving uh, down the road, and, and one GPS says go left, one says go right, and I freak out. I freak out. Fear. What's the fear? Well, you're going to get lost. Well, what's going to happen? Well, you're going to get lost. You're going to be late. Well, what's going to happen? Well, you you're they're going to, you're going to let them down. You're going to you're going to it's not going to work. You're going to fail. You're going to get fired. Well, what's going to happen? Well, you'll end up you're a failure. You're going to end up in St. Louis. You're going to end up back there, shamed. You know that that thing that we're all familiar. Again, that's 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 a common experience we have a, a kind of a shame fear inventory thing that I'm a, I'm not good enough I'm a bad man I'm a failure but I I would have these experiences again and again and again and again and I'm and I'm driving in this truck this can this wonderful can it's my home I love it but I'm driving in this can and when I'm when I'm when I'm driving most of the time I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm talking to a sponsor, I'm talking to a, a, a fellow in recovery. We're talking about practicing spiritual principles in all of our affairs. And and I look at these experiences at kind of a, what, what's the term, at kind of a granular level. Uh, and, and I look at my reaction to the GPS. You know, fear or faith. You know, what does that look like if I'm driving down the road? How do I practice spiritual principles driving down the road? You know, again, it's not a checking a box, one and done thing. You know, what, what's a fifth step look like in that? You know, God, I've, I've found this area in my life where self-reliance is, is failing me here. I'm, I'm so married to the belief that I'm a bad man that up bubbling out of me, not like a geyser. It's actually flowing out of me like a fire hydrant, this anxiety and rage and freak out from this belief that it's on a subconscious level. I'm, I'm just dying. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really, uh, it's really a big deal for me to to see these things over and over and over again with with the logistical work I do. Uh, I take my truck in for service and and uh, the service tech the company company shop, the service tech says, well, we're gonna have to replace that transmission. And the noise you you describe indicates the the cog and the fifth of the seven synchronizer has been damaged and whatever and we're going to need to rip overhaul the transmission uh-oh that's probably my fault and then he says you probably damaged it oh my gosh 
And he didn't attack me. He didn't punish me. He didn't say, we need you to go sit in the office. We need you to go, you know, we need you to watch a video on how to drive a truck. And he didn't say any of that thing. He really treated me with respect and kindness. He, he just gave me the information. But I walked out of there and I got on the phone. I, I, I actually walked off. And the truth is I walked off down into the woods. Uh, that's where I like to do my spiritual work. I got on the phone and I talked to, I talked to a lot of people about the experience I had with this transmission and and uh you know looking at this 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 belief uh that 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 I caused the da- the damage and the shame you know the, the my my attachment to shame and, and and doing a lot of work around that uh it's hard to articulate all of all of these things uh uh, but again, the the point I want to make in the truck, I, I'm presented every single day in a new place, uh, a new road, uh, a new a new trigger. Uh, it, it's not a matter of if I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come upon a new trigger. It's it's simply a matter of when. Uh, and I'll say it again, I'm not having a white knuckle experience. Uh, I, 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 I have been restored to sanity. I am on different footing. Um, consciousness of the presence of, of my higher power is the most important thing to me. Uh, you know, I have a lot of fun. I, I, I goof around a lot. I, I, I enjoy life immensely. Uh, but, but the spiritual work, uh, it, it's the biggest thing I got going. Um, uh the journey I'm on each day in the truck uh in, in which I can talk to people and share these 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 lessons these these experiences I have each day uh are 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 deeply uh valuable to me uh, they they add purpose to my life they add meaning to my life uh, I'm realigned spiritually where I see the world as a good place. Uh, and, and that's huge for me. Uh, when I share with people, uh, what, and it's all on the phone, when I share with people, uh, we, we, we get into the work and I ask them, uh, you know, here's what I'd, here's what I'd like to uh, do. Here's where we're going to go. Um, are you willing to do this? Uh, and if not, that's okay. But what we do uh, is, is we go through the uh, uncovering, you know, the, and I use the dignity of choice pamphlet before I go into the big book. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really interested in speaking to anyone who's in the food right now. Uh, you know, we're going to go into the dignity of choice pamphlet and, and, we're gonna we're gonna do a few things with that. We're gonna we're gonna talk about powerlessness and what what are you doing with food? What's food doing for you? And what's it doing to you? Let's be honest. You know we are unlovely creatures in our cups. You know it's it's the it's the the step one stuff is is gritty and and it's truly humbling. It's not shaming, but it's the truth, you know. And 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 
I heard people saying saying such wonderful things in recovery. We're here to love the unlovable. You know, and and and, and in sponsorship, the the patience I've been shown from sponsors. It's 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 astounding. It's a it's a beautiful thing to 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 become aware of what what's what they're giving, what's required, the skill or the the. It's a gift, you know, loving loving the unlovable. Um, I don't need someone to get sober or abstinent. I hope they do. I, that's what my hope is now. That's why I get so excited about talking on the phone. Uh, is I might be able to help someone. And that adds meaning to my life. It gives me purpose, and, and that's how that's how we're that's how that's what we're created to do. I believe that's the benevolence that's all around us. It's all for growth. It's all for good. All for spiritual growth. These transformations we share. Uh, so yeah, I don't need anyone to, to 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 succeed in this. I hope they do. I hope they do. Not everyone does. You know, I I have true hope that they do. Um, uh, loving the unlovable. Uh, can you see how powerful an idea that is? What what power flows into that? Loving the unlovable, the patience and the tolerance that we practice. You know, if someone's powerless over food, if they've got a, a, a mental obsession and they end up in the food, why should I why should I get upset about that? You know, there there must be something wrong with me if I'm upset about that, and that happens plenty of times. And I talk to sponsees about it all the time. I'm, oh, I'm angry at you, and when sometimes we break up, sometimes they fire me, sometimes I fire them because of this. Loving the unlovable. Can I do that? What's that going to look like? You know, a, a, a sponsor of mine says, uh, "Do I have a dog in the fight?" You know, and and again, this is this, these are these are just they're just another opportunity for for me to learn something that that perhaps I missed the first time around. You know, the, the road goes on forever. Uh, but but I love that loving the unlovable. When I practice patience with someone, ugh, you know the word patience. But when I as I grow and I and I and I and I practice patience. When I approach someone at a different angle, I understand I'm being intolerant. I'm expecting them to be somewhere else, them to be someone else, to be somewhere else. And I practice patience. Oh, my gosh. The growth that provides me, that it has provided me in personal relationships, family, work, love relationships, it's it's. It's immeasurable. It's it's just such a big deal. It, this is the that's fourth dimension stuff for me. This, that's the stuff of, of the fourth dimension. You know, they might not get it, but but you know, again, I'm, this thing, this power flows where it is needed, doesn't it? Uh, you know, do I need to do I need to go out and get a bunch of sponsees? Do I do I hope to attract people? Uh, do I need them to call me? Do I need a sponsee to keep calling? Do I need someone to stay with the work? Am I attached in that way? No. I'm going to keep coming. I'll I'll keep putting myself in the position. I'll find you. 
you know, I'll pick up the phone. I'll answer the phone. I'll put my name on the list because I want to keep receiving these things, these mysterious, this mysterious spiritual power. I want to continue receiving it, doing, working our steps, sharing our, the sharing the book, going through the work. I want to continue receiving this awakening because it, it keeps expanding. Yeah. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time for us to do the work. I'm not done. Uh, to start, for me, the, the the experiences I have in sponsorship, it's it's going to take a year or two. We're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have made a good start, we, and we may have talked for hundreds of hours. You know, we'll we'll have a series of spiritual awakenings. We both will. That that's been my experience so far. I I grow, and I share. I talk about it. I, I I I try to put it all out there. I'm not trying to be uh, the guy. I have no interest in being the guy. You know, that's 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 not good. That's not good for me. Yeah, I'm not here for that because I'll I'll that that's not real food. That's a Twinkie. You know, being somebody in that way that's 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 fast food. Yeah. The idea of achievement in this work that we that we do, uh, the achievement, the concept of achievement, achievement, sobriety, abstinence, is that an achievement? You know, for me again, that's 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 kind of some some fast food stuff. I like that too much. You know, how am I doing right now? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? You know, I'm powerless. The sponsee. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm not doing well. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Okay. Well, what's the next meal? You know, I, we're not going for, to, for you to achieve anything or succeed. Let's just look at what the next meal is. You know, everything I think I know about achievement or accomplishment, success or winning, when it comes to spirituality, what does achievement look like? <laughs> You know, for me, it's that fourth dimension stuff I talked about where I, I start to connect the dots in this journey I've taken that, oh, my God, I'm a changed man. I can love someone just for who they are and reserve judgment and and, and start dumping on them and start, you know, sucking on them. You know, that, that tick thing, just that codependency stuff, you know. That's what I'm interested in. That's achievement. That's success. And again, I, those words are—they seem blasphemous uh, to, to having to, to having a spiritual awakening. You know, uh, what I'm, and what I'm really after now in this thing is a quiet mind. And we pray for serenity. We pray for courage and wisdom. You know, these are these are these are quiet qualities. Um, you know, again, I like to have a lot of fun. I can go out and kick ass and drive a big truck and just fun, fun, fun. I'm I'm still that guy. But what fuels me, really, is the, is this quiet stuff. You know. Um, it's very, very powerful. This, 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 this process of change that we work out together. Uh, driving the big truck, uh, uh, 
given the opportunity each day to see where compulsion comes up in me. Uh, that's that's a gift. That's a gift. And then I get to get on the phone and talk to other people about it as we continue to exercise these things, to change, to ask our higher power to remove our attachment to these things. God, please, I, I am now willing. I see it again and again. I can see that I can see I'm I'm just married to this thing. And I, and I'm and I'm done. You know, when we're done, when it is time, I'm, we're able to con, you know work at this together. You know, I have to be on the phone every day with people, continuing to 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 uh, to do the exercise. You know, I don't practice yoga. I practice this. I'm not a runner. You know, I don't. I don't. Uh, this is this is the discipline for me. You know, this this is how I align spiritually. This daily work. Uh, you know, I weigh the big truck. The 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 truck. It, legally, my truck can't weigh over eighty thousand pounds. Tractor, trailer, and freight. Um, so I get on the scale. I can see this digital readout. It says seventy six thousand one hundred pounds. Well, you know what I do? In my my brain. You know what my brain does? I'm thinking. I wonder if I hop out. If I take the step off my step. If I. I wonder how much I weigh. And 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 I've done that. And I'll just I'll get that same excitement. Oh, what, oh, let's see how much let's see how much I weigh. If I if I weigh 180 at 75, 920, 76, 100, I'm doing math, you know. And 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 I'm and I'm and I can see that old behavior. You know, I'm looking at this big truck on the scale and I'm wanting to hop off. And I see a number. Oh, I it says 170. Do I weigh 170? I wonder if I strip down here, if anyone would see me, if I get naked, how much do I weigh? My shoes, my pants, all that. Oh my gosh, there's that same kooky obsession I had with the scale. Am I, am I, am I still capable of, do I still have the desire to, to get that sensation? Am I still capable of hunting down that sensation of ease and comfort that I that I got when I, before OA? I'd be in wake up in the morning. I'd I'd be wondering this time I mean business. I'm going to lose the weight, you know, and I'd be starving myself and you know hiking eight miles or ten miles and get back home. I'd jump on the scale. I'd strip down, get back on the scale. Yes. The next morning I'd wake back, wake up. I'm all emptied out. I'd get on the scale. Yes. You know. Insane, insanity, or or the other way. If I if I don't do well, I get on the scale and I've I've gained a pound or two or five or twelve. Oh, you know I'm going to ruminate over that. Oh, this is not working, and and then end up back in the food, the binging, the you know the the rationale, you know that that leads to the to that spree. You know what sort of thinking. What sort of thinking leads to that that first compulsive bite? You know, the mental obsession. What does mental obsession look like? And, and this is our language. You know, the basic language. And and I and I really really am so grateful for a, a deeper understanding of it now. Um, you know, it's made just such a big a big difference in my life uh, as a sponsor. Uh, but but more importantly. Uh, as a as a man, uh, I love myself. Can you hear the quiet? 
you know, my ability to show up in relationship is totally, totally different. You know, I have a, a neutrality around food. You know, I, I still do what I do in the truck. It still works. You know, I can, I can only hope that, that I continue doing this uh, because it works. It works really well. It works really well for me. You know, when I, when I, you know, my will, not so much. My higher power's will. That that works. That does that does work. The idea of broad highway. You know, I love the language in our book. Broad highway. I am on this amazing trip in in the big truck. I don't know how long I'll do it. I get to go to meetings all over the country. I walk in. I love walking in to a new meeting somewhere in another state. And I've seen some of you. I've met some of you, and I and, and people will talk about vision for you, and they'll ask. They'll, they'll they'll they'll. It's just wonderful. But I get to walk in there. Hey, I'm Adam. I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm an over the road truck driver, and and it's it's fun. I have fun, and I look for newcomers in meetings. And I love all of you. You, you all the big book recovery out in the country. It's amazing. You know, and we're 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 recovering. We're living new lives uh, in our homes. You know, we're we're being we're being changed. You know, like God is changing us. Our our spiritual awakening. We are we are actually not just recovery, but it's change. I'm a different man than I was when I came to OA. And I'm and I again I get to I get to continue on this path. Um, there's probably a lot of other things I could talk about, but that would that would be fall, fall closer into further rambling. I think that's all I have right now. Thank you. Thank you, Adam, for this beautiful, profound, and thoughtful presentation this morning that you offered all of us. Thank you for sharing your personal insights. Today's share ID, 11577, that's 11,577 for this recording. Adam's contact information will be given at the conclusion of this meeting, so please stay tuned for that. We're going to now transition to a question-answer segment. If you have a question for Adam, please start one to unmute and give us your first name and first letter of your last name as well. Stephanie F. Marie Gina J. R. F. Marie J. Gina R. Gina R. Kathy G. Gotcha, Kathy G. Lucy E. I didn't catch your first name, I'm sorry. That's okay. Lucy. Lucy. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Anyone else for this first grouping? Okay, Stephanie. Can you hear me okay? I do hear you. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you, Adam, for your share this morning. Um, I am a newcomer from Colorado, um, and my name is Stephanie F. again. I am 
uh, like five days into being abstinent from some foods that I definitely have issues with. And I um, am finding that I'm thinking a lot about um, control and what is control and what's not control. And I have been writing questions down to ask you. And I'm curious. Um, I'm wondering, you said in your share that a lot of people won't succeed. And I also come from AA, so I've seen that too. But I'm curious from the OA perspective, what sorts of things um, will kind of take a newcomer out? Like what sorts of uh, avoidance patterns or thought processes and those sorts of things would you suggest that a newcomer watch out for? Oh, very good. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, thank you. The the definition of the word control, uh, uh, you know, I would ask you uh, each day, uh, again, any, any question I answer, it'll be under the premise that, that I'm your sponsor. Uh, so if you open your mind and think of it that way, I'm going to ask you every day what your understanding of control is with regard to what you're eating, when you're eating it, and how much you're eating. Show me, show me your what control looks like for you, uh, because if if uh, powerlessness, uh, if I have a mental obsession with food, you know I'm going to eat whatever my mental obsession tells me. So again, I'm I'm, I'm really going to ask you about control and and. Uh, what kind of things trip us up or, or distract us? Um, it's uh, uh, honesty. The, you know how it works. The, the, uh, the ability to be honest with yourself. And again, I, I'll I, again. I'm I'm speaking in the context of me sponsoring someone in my answers. This is how I would sponsor that question. I would say we're going to create a plan of eating. You you are going to create a plan of eating. You're going to define your sobriety, your abstinence. You're going to you're going to feed yourself this thing. This is the prescription. And I'm not going to ask you to restrict or eat watercress sandwiches or anything like that. But all I want to know is, can you follow that plan you've set in place for yourself? We're gonna we're gonna follow that each day. We're gonna follow that closely uh, and see what control looks like, and we'll grow. We and we, you know, we might have some some failures and some bumps and some things happen that that can again guide us into the direction that may work. We're going to keep working at this idea of what control. It's an illusion, by the way. We 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 don't have control here. Uh, if we have a mental obsession, our our mental obsession has the power right now until until we surrender to that. Uh, but that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie, for the question. Marie J, your turn. Star one to unmute. Thanks, Leah. Can you hear me? I do. Hear you well. Hi. Hi, Adam. Thanks for your share. I uh, I am one of those lucky people who have experienced you face-to-face in meetings over the road, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more. You talked a little bit about the anxiety that comes up, and and, um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about the process, your process of identifying those anxieties, especially the unfounded anxiety, 
and, uh, you know, getting to a surrendered place all day long when you're going through, you know, you're just, just your daily life and when anxiety comes up. Oh, very good. Thanks, Marie. Um, the, the anxiety, the fear, uh, uh, how do I address that? How, what do I do when it comes up? Um, you know, practicing the, the fear inventory um, uh, with people who know me really well that the 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 most important thing to me marie in this in this answer is that i have a group of of people that know me that know me so well that some of these people know me more than some of my siblings in many ways i've become so close to some of these people and that they know my inventory and they know my 10-step work they know my anxieties, my process. They know my triggers. Uh, so really, that's that. I, I guess the answer is, what do I do with anxiety? When I spot it, I go to my buddies. I go to my, 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 my sponsor. I go to my sponsors, plural. And I go to my, my tribe. You know, we, we gather together. We, I want to have a group of people around here. If I can't get a hold of my sponsor, I'm going to have 10 other people I can call and, and share what I believe, fifth step, the experience I'm having, and ask them. They have permission to contribute what they might be hearing me say. I, I give them license to, to look around in, in the shed, look around in, my, in the noggin. Um, but, but that's really what it is. I trust the 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 work we do together i i open myself uh in both ways in in this exchange of of addressing spiritual maladies what do i believe if i'm afraid if i have anxiety what's the what am i afraid of what do i believe is supposed to be happening am i entitled to something am i hungry uh uh you know that that's that's kind of it you know but the fear inventory what what's the fear what belief is underlying the, the scary? What, what's, what's really scaring me? What do I believe? Um, and, and that's out of the fear inventory, out of the big book stuff. Uh, but again, it's, it's really the other people going right to, right to uh, the trusted advisors I have that know me. Uh, and if you don't have those people, get them. That's that's what I suggest. Again, in the context of us talking and answering questions on the phone now, and, I, and I'm your sponsor, get some people, get the phone numbers, get those best people you, the people you love in meetings. They share that message of depth and weight that resonates with you. They're talking your language. Start calling these people and say, "Here's what I'd like to do." Uh, I really believe that's what Bill and Dr. Bob and all, in the early times. I think they were strenuously working with others, and I and I believe that's that's what we can that's what we can practice as uh, is, is really sticking together uh, in this in the spiritual work. Thanks, Marie. Yes, thank you, Marie J, for the question. Gina R, you're up. Star one, none mute. Gina R. Sorry, I thought I was already unmuted. This is Gina R. Gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Arizona. Hi, Gina. Thank you, 
Hi, Adam. Boy, it's so good to hear your voice this morning. I'm wondering if you could address, um, and I love the idea of being on the broad highway, and thank you so much for revealing to us, you know, how this is showing up in your daily life, being an over-the-road truck driver. What do dead ends look like for you, and what is the thought process or the spiritual work that you use um, to interpret and allow a dead end to be a part of your experience? Well, that's a challenging idea. I, I right away think about it as a truck driver. If I face a dead end, I'm scared. I have a fear that, oh, I've made a wrong turn. I shouldn't be here. I'm going to have to back up. Something bad's going to happen. I'm going to be a bad guy. They're going to look at me. They're going to laugh. It's all shameful. It's, dead end is not good. But but spiritually, if I hit a plateau, or uh, uh, is that what you mean? Yeah, just it, is, is a dead end like a quote-unquote bad thing, or how has working these steps allowed you to experience perceived dead ends? Or right, right. You know, that's I love that. Uh, I'm I've just I don't know how I don't I don't think I have anything right now. I, I, you know, talking to you or, or, or the, or the dozen or so people I talk to regularly, um, where we do this work, uh, I don't, I don't know if I would point to any, any, any spiritual malady that, that has me at a dead end today. Um, I will let you know. I, I would certainly let you know. But I, I, the answer, uh, dead ends. Um, um, I don't have. I don't feel like there's a dead end right now. Uh, what a what a challenging question. But I can tell you from my experience. Uh, my gosh, that's that's perplexing. Do I recognize that I'm at a dead end? That's that's, you know, that's where I think having having people close to you that know you can ask you questions that might challenge you to look at at at, at some things they're seeing. Um, you know, dead ends for me before. Uh, uh, you know, I stopped praying and meditating. That 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 brings things down. Um, I'm not sure how to answer the question. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Gina R. Kathy G. Your turn. Star one to unmute. Thank you, Leah. Good morning, everyone. And good morning, Adam. Thank you so much. Wow. Wow. Thank you. I just, uh, I so love the thought of you out there in your truck, uh, driving around the country, connecting with people and um, sharing your experience, strength, and hope. So thank you for that. It really touched me deeply. Um, my question would be, oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. Um, I loved this segment, but I would love to hear a little bit more about your personal experience with it, if you wouldn't mind sharing. It's when you said, am I okay? What am I dependent on? What am I connected to? Um, if you can think of an experience where you found yourself dependent on something else or connected to something else, what that might look like and how you would navigate yourself uh, back onto the broad highway. 
thanks, Kathy. Um, that's another. That's another. That's a hard question. Um, the, I the first thing I that came to my mind when you were asking the question was the the ideas contained in Bill W's letter on emotional sobriety. Um, and he talks a lot about dependencies, adolescent urges, and uh, dependencies on others, uh, false dependencies on on material uh, and others, uh, sensations. That's 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 that's. I think that's where the opportunity lies for each one of us every day. Um, again, I, I I feel like I may be giving you an inadequate answer. I I, I I'll bring it back to um, working so closely with others on a daily basis that we can that we can address these things as they come up. Um, listening to one another talk about, oh, I've, I'm dependent on getting this job. I'm dependent on a good review. I'm dependent on uh, my wife not crying. I'm dependent on on the uh, uh, my son answering the phone every time I call him right away. It's the, the smallest things. I'm dependent on the light turning green. Again, these these are these are uh, these are um, you know. Again, anytime I see self will, uh, you know what what's that what's that look like? You know, in, in in answering these questions, you know, we are sure on different footing here when we start looking at life this way. You know, uh, neutrality. You know. Uh, the 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 capacity to discern uh, uh, sanity, you know, just being able to relax as as as, a, as an experience occurs and not getting tangled up. And anyway, again, I, that's a that's a challenging question for me, Kathy. Uh, thank you. Thanks for asking it. <laughs> thank you, Kathy G. Lucy E. Your turn, Star One to unmute. Thank you so much, Leah, for, for uh, doing service. Thank you. And Adam, thank you so much. I'm so glad you shared. You know, when I'm traveling, what I look for, I look for where the truckers are eating because my mind tells me they eat wonderfully <laughs> abundant, delicious food. And so I'm thinking, I can't, my mind's trying to grapple with abstinence and truck driver how is that possible you know but if you could speak to two things one is specifics because my schedule cha- it challenges me to be changing quickly and what do i do how do i do this do i weigh and measure all the time what do i do and I'm, I'm in that and then also resistance because i know you went through challenges you shared so how did you deal with the resistance at a very basic level? What is the one, two, three step that I should be doing? Well, I'm, you know, that's, that's a good one. It, it, and it's, and it's been such a gift for me to be a truck driver and then find out that I can, I can be around a, uh, the, you know, you said that there's abundant good food. I, I think it's horrible. Um, uh, 
the food quality. It's fast food, fast food, processed food, a lot of chemicals and stuff like that. I I I, I prefer to stay away from those things. Um, uh, but what I do, uh, by golly, I may not eat one single meal out of my truck. I may eat every single meal. If I'm gone for five days, I might have uh, 21 meals in the truck that I've brought every bite from home or replenished my stock, my pantry, my warehouse. I, I, I'll stop once or twice during the week to pick up fresh avocados or, or a pepper or, or carrots or, or, or cheese, something like that. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's just that work we do. Um, you know, I'm just very regimented in it. Um, and, and, and again, what, what would you do? I'll give my phone. My, I think my phone number will be available at the end of this thing. This is, this is a, a more technical or a, a more, uh, breaking it down, what I do and what you could do and answering your, answering your question of what should you do? Um, uh, that that's a little more involved. Um, what what I my answer to what I should do is I should refrain from from uh, behaviors that lead to compulsive eating and compulsive eating. So therein lies my plan. That's where I start making my plan. Uh, but anyway, that's that's all I have on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Lucy. Who else has a question this morning for Adam? Star one to unmute to give us your name, first letter of your last name as well, please. Marjorie G. Marjorie G. Mindy R. Mindy R. <laughs> Leslie W. Leslie, gotcha. This will be the final invitation for questions, so if you got a question, this is a great time for it. Star one to unmute. Deborah M. Deborah. Marie M. Marie M. Excellent. Very good. Marjorie G. Everybody else, please mute. Marjorie, your turn. Thank you. This is Marjorie G. Good morning, Marjorie. Good morning, Adam. I so appreciate the metaphor that you've given me with regard to your profession. I can now think of myself as I am an over-the-road step practitioner. (laughs) And there's so many images from what I've heard that are applicable. So just as you have and you start out each day with your itinerary for driving and you've got your itinerary for how you're going to handle the food, and you've got your general itinerary for how you're going to handle your thinking and your behavior, and I'm, and I'm saying that as applying to the 12 steps, what specific details for conducting your thinking would your day's plan look like? So... You know you're going to be watching for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Mm-hmm. But is there a more um, specific way of tuning into that that you have? Like, do you check in with yourself at a certain regular interval? Do you just keep an eye on your feelings? 
I want some specifics about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of a I kind of bushwhack my way down the road. Uh, I'm very careful. I'm very I'm very uh, I pay attention um, as I drive as I as I as I go down the road. Um, but uh, as far as uh, do I start my morning hitting my knees, uh, pulling out literature, uh, meditating? No. Uh, that's the truth. I have in the past. I've done that with 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 some good success in the past, and that 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 changes. That and, I, and I'm I'm at a place right now where the answer is no. Um, so I'm I'm kind of bushwhacking my way down the road. Um, but I but I in in saying that, um, the the quiet. Uh, I I I I. Um, I do stay uh I stay quiet a lot of times and 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 the frequent contact with others um anchors me um, you know I I am I may think of uh I may have six people on a short list each day that I'm looking to hear from I'm hoping to hear from I'm hoping they are that we're continuing the work uh you know sometimes it's one person uh but but other times it's it's a handful of people i'm i start my day thinking of others um where are we going to fit in our work today um and and preparing myself for that thinking of others um our constant thought of others um is is kind of how i is is kind of the compass i think um does that help that is that specific absolutely helps thank you you're welcome thank you thanks marjorie mindy r star one ten mute hi good morning thank you for your share today um can you hear me thank you yes thank you okay um just wanted to um ask you i i'm not sure if i missed or not i i caught some of it in and out i was listening and um could you Go over again your what your spiritual um, higher power God is to you and how you use that to that because um, I really I struggle with that every day. That's that's my uh, struggle is the spiritual part and um, I um I'm always whenever I hear somebody talk about their higher power and in it and not a in a religious way or got, you know, using the word G-O-D, um, I tune in and I thought I heard you do that. So could you just reiterate what you said? Yeah. Yeah. We, we may be like-minded. I'm, 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 uh, I'm quite agnostic. Uh, a friend of mine said, said a week or so ago that I was more Christian than I, than I, he said, he said, made a comment that you're more Christian than you, then you know, and I thought, you know, get back, get back, you know. But that's I, he's he loves me, and I love him, and I and I and I I hear that as a, a good thing. Uh, but th- th- that guy Chuck C, uh, AA guy, the, the new pair of glasses. He he's a guy uh, that that said that made a comment, and I think that work and that 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 talk. Um, the body of God is creation, is everything. The body of God is everything. And so, so uh, 
I guess in a in a uh, in a, some Eastern traditions, uh, maybe maybe you speaking to me is is the voice of God. Um, maybe when I maybe when I uh, see the sky where the sky meets the horizon comes together and the sky uh, is just luminous in, in the morning. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing the the light. You know, I, I'm seeing God. You know, anything I look at, I can I can see this expression of of the universal love and benevolence, just such such in such a brilliant, obvious way to me. Um, but that's that's taken a long time for me to even be able to say those things uh, on a on a very elementary level, Mindy. When I when I first read the big book, the very first time I sat in my cousin's basement. I was living in his basement, mattress on the floor. My son was, was two or three years old. Uh, I was getting divorced. I was I was in my, my very first bottom, and I was reading the big book the first time. And when Abby sat with Bill uh, at the kitchen table and suggested, Bill, why don't you choose your own conception of a higher power? And, and uh, there there's tons of God with a, all capital letters, G, God, I'll take that choosing our own conception uh, so I'm very uh, pantheistic I, I I don't I can't I think that's I, I believe any anyone's practice I'm open to that that provides them spiritual power uh, I honor uh, uh, because self-reliance will kill us I know that you know that and that's the gift of powerlessness understanding powerlessness and unmanageability i'm ready for a new manager i'm ready for some new power you know and 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 in another religious tradition the our father give us this day our daily bread i think that's hilarious we're in oa and they and they read that in in aa meetings they, again this is oa but they say give us this day our daily bread and and it's not the food every second Every fractal, every moment, every word, every person is 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 the daily bread we get to interact with. We get to we get to receive, interact with. We we have an opportunity to 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 be present, and then that's again simple thing to say, but but uh, that again that's like fourth dimension stuff. So I encourage you. And, and 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 have hope for you that you that you uh continue seeking that that benevolent uh power uh, that that guides you that loves you unconditionally thanks thank you thank you mindy r leslie w your turn thanks leah hi adam thank you so much for your service this morning um i really enjoyed it um, my name is Leslie. I'm from Tennessee, and I had a question. When you were talking about selling your house, um, <clears throat> I'm going through a very similar experience. Um, we had a contract. It fell through. Um, now we're on our next one. So I, I heard you say that you did some work on that, and I'm finding that I'm needing to do that as well. Um, and I guess I just wanted to know: were there any were there any insights that you took away from that particular experience that you might be willing to share with me? Yes. Okay. So you're selling you're selling a house. You probably have plans to live somewhere else. I don't know if you've bought 
the new house or if you're going to... No, not yet. We're in a rental right it. now. Right. So you're in a rental. Yeah. Uh, you you have a you have a uh, an income reality. Uh, you have goals, and today you you you're making plans. What's the worst thing that can happen to you if you aren't able to buy this house you want? What's the worst thing that can happen? Um, the worst thing that could happen is, well, yeah, you know, we're. And we're sort of in limbo. We're not even looking at buying another house right now. We're just trying to sell this one. So, oh, I'm sorry, I, I missed it. I mixed that up. It, it, that's again, okay. It, I, yeah, I spun that around. It was so. What's the worst thing that can happen if you have to stay in the rental for another year? You know what? It would be okay. We'd be fine. There we are. There you go. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Just for today, what's what's today's mm-hmm. business? What's today, what's the date today? I'm going to stay in the present. I've I'm okay. You know, you continue taking actions that are appropriate in the direction of creating goals, following dreams. You can we can do the legwork and and then just see what happens. And 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 relax and 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 again talk to other people about your right. attachment to it, to you wanting it to be a certain way, and and that's not to be that's okay, that's not to be dismissed. But again, this will come up again. Yours and my desire to have what we're wanting to have happen happen will come up again, and and they, these are good mm-hmm. opportunities to just grow because it will come again. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's right. What's the worst that can happen? I'm not sure. I guess I'll be okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good one. Thanks, Leslie W. Deborah M. Star one ton. Hi, can you hear me okay? I hear you. Yes. Thank you. Um, Taking someone through step one, I hear your talking how slowly you're doing it so they come to understand the powerlessness of this disease. And I like the way that you seem to pull that apart with your sponsees. Could you elaborate on that just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. If um, uh, there's no rush for me to to have someone uh i i want to see neutrality with food where this is oa you know and if and if we're in if we're in if if we're in aa and i come to meetings drunk what am i doing you know what's that how's that look that would be terrible and if i'm in oa again i i i when i came into oa my early days i was still in the food and it was terrible those days were numbered for me, and I know that's not everyone's experience. But what I understand now of the big book, the, the, and I use the OA pamphlet, Dignity of Choice. I love this simple language. I only I only look for four things in that. I ask people to look at four things. I want you to make a list of the things you're getting drunk with, because that's your physical allergy. I want you to make a list of behaviors that lead you to the food, the traditions, the 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 ideas, the the uh, 
the people pleasing stuff we do with food, uh, the, the 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 eating practices, the rituals. We're going to make a list of the behaviors. I also want you to write out an eating and weight history. I want you to write out a drunk log with food. And then you're going to talk to me about it. We're going to share it. I'll share mine with you. And when we di- as we dialogue about this, you're going to get to know me a little bit. And you might not like me and we'll part company. That's fine. But if we do have an effective relationship, and, and we're communicating, we're going to start to trust one another. You're going to trust me. You're going to grow in some trust. And that's huge for us. That, that's the beginning right there of, 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 of actually step two. You know, that if I can be opened, if, if I can be opened, I'm dialoguing about this dark problem I've had my whole life with my binging, with my, my eating disorder. If I can talk openly about it in, in detail, and then the fourth thing in that out of that pamphlet, we're going to make we're going to cultivate the, the you are going to we're going to make a plan, and I say we I'm going to encourage you to to find out what works for you. What are you willing to eat? How how frequently does your body need food? And you're gonna you're gonna be making some decisions, and we're going to follow that through one day at a time. We're going to practice refraining from the behaviors and the and the and the uh, compulsive eating one day at a time. We're going to practice that. I don't care about you being abstinent. That's going to happen automatically if you just practice this one day at a time and follow through. You'll get sober. But we're also going to have this empowering experience of understanding sanity and also becoming willing to trust someone else something else the 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 foundation opens us for the for the rest of the steps to the begin to being restored you know i i i've i've come to believe i can be restored to sanity here by a power greater than me and uh uh does that help that is very helpful thank you so so very much thank you adam for you're your welcome. share you're welcome thank you Thanks, Deborah M. Our final question for today comes from Marie M. Star one to unmute Marie. This is Marie M. Thank you for allowing me to ask a question. Thank you for your sharing. Thank um, you. I have a situation in my home that has been going on for several years. We've done a lot of things to... Um, try to uh, prevent it. Um, We have someone, uh, two neighbors coming into our home. Uh, Somehow they get keys every time we change the locks and figure out how to get around our security systems. And they're doing things in our home. They move things, they take things, and... I don't, we've gone to the police, we've had people pray over our house, uh, it's it's very hard to deal with, and I don't know how to deal with it. Do you ha- have any advice to offer me? Well, short of going back to the police and and talking it over with them, and, and maybe talking to someone someone uh, higher up than than you've talked to to, to try to get some assistance or, or maybe some um, 
some uh, so that that's all I would ex express is the the going back to the police and talking to them. That's with, within the within the scope of my experience. That's all I could tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Thanks to everybody who asked questions this morning, and of course, thank you to our speaker Adam D for such a beautiful, touching presentation this morning. Just Thank appreciate you. your service, Adam, and uh, was profound for me. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Adam. We're going to close from page 164. You're going to find it in a chapter entitled A Vision for You. <laughs>